even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. Welcome back, my friends. We are the Smarky Geeks. I am Frankie. Hello, motherfuckers. De Jesus. I am the natural John Torriano. And you are listening to episode 75, Contact Information. As always, you can reach the show at boawa.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call, call our hotline number at 347 Smarky 6 or 347 762 7596. Leave us a question, comment, be part of the show. Uh, subscribe to us, whatever podcast catcher you use. Just search Smarky Geeks or The Smarky Geeks, and we'll be the ones that show up. And uh, if it allows you, particularly Apple Podcasts, leave a five star review. Help spread word of the show. Subscribe to us on our Twitters at Smarky Geeks, at Frank DeJesus, at John Triano. Subscribe to us on our Facebook group, which is my favorite place to be online. Subscribe to us on Instagram at The Smarky Geeks. And as always, let's get on with the show. How you doing, John? I'm doing all right. It's been a very cozy weekend with the the storm. Yeah. That we've been going through. Number two. Yeah. The second one. Not as bad as the first one, but it's there. We got to deal with it. And uh, it's cold out there. And a good way to keep warm would have been if I had bought like sweatshirts from our merch table. Yeah, but you didn't. No, I didn't. But they're, they're on the way now. Because if if, I went... To the smartgeeks.com and I clicked on the merch table tab and I bought some hoodies, I bought some sweatshirts, I bought some masks because we're still dealing with the COVID. And they got now premium masks with the with the nose and everything, with the nose bendy thing. And uh yeah. Get on it. Now on with the show. Now, what are we watching? We are watching the first Elimination Chamber pay-per-view from twenty ten. Yeah, the actual Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, where it was actually named after the, right. the event. It looks like it's John Cena, Randy Orton, Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah. Um, I don't see anybody else in it yet. Uh, you, you said Cena already? Yeah, Cena. I don't, I don't see 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 Cena. Yeah, yeah, I don't see yeah, him. Yeah, Is he there? Yeah, all right. It's almost. <laughs> I, think, I think, I don't know, I think Jericho's probably in this one. Mayhaps. Anyway. Maybe trips. Anywho. So, we've been blessed with these last few Wednesdays, man. They haven't been destroyed. The world hasn't been destroyed, you know? Yeah. So, I guess that's, that's, that's what this feels like. To have a normal government. It feels normal again. <laughs> Normal-ish. I want my $2,000, but... <laughs> It'll be $1,400, actually. I want my $2,000. I want what I was promised. You were promised 2000 now they use it two thousand. Now they use it two thousand. Now they use it two thousand. Now they're using this quick. I want my money. Every coin. I want my money. Every fucking month. <laughs> you mad, bro? I'm mad, bro. I was I was sold on a bill of lies. <laughs> news. Um, wrestling news. Um, wrestling news. Um, 
Wrestling news. Um, wrestling news. Um, wrestling news. Um, wrestling news. Um, let's talk about Lars Sullivan being released from WWE. Not, no surprise there. No. Um, he would come. It wasn't his idea, but he made. Like where he would come. It wasn't his idea, but he made. Like where he would come. It wasn't his idea, but he made. Like where he would come. It wasn't his idea, but he made. Like where he would come. It wasn't his idea, but he made the best of it. Yeah, he would. He would go on there and cry, basically, or or whine that he was being. He was bullied as a kid and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if that was like them trying to uh, take from real life or anything like that because. He has come out and said uh, that there was a lot of mental issues that he was dealing with about it. A lot of anxiety he had to deal with. Well, he um, had a lot of anxiety when he got pulled, called over the main roster. That's why right, they yeah. had to pull him from TV altogether and repackage yeah. him a little bit. Yeah. Um, he was fine in NXT. He also he, got injured. He, he was also injured. He had like a leg injury, um, which was why he was missing for a while. But, but initially it was the anxiety. The anxiety, issue. yeah. Um, which, which is a big thing for a lot of wrestlers. Um, Victoria, who just came back, and we'll talk about her later. At the not come back, she she made a, an appearance cameo at the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble, and she talked about how like before these things, like she's throwing up and stuff like that. You know, I've watched one of these documentaries where they talk about the Rumble, and you see like people like Batista is like on on nerves right before it's his time to come out, and everything is just going wrong. You know, like his like wardrobe malfunctions and shit like that so and of course there was stuff that came out about this guy's um, going back to Lars you know about his character and in real life that is right you know and things he said but also of extracurricular activity which, which we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it yeah but we have to mention it no yeah the, the porn you're talking right. about the porn right. yeah, we right. can talk about it but but I'm just saying like it's just things that came out about his character Things he said right. that were racist and stuff like that, and and um, the pornography and stuff like that, and and all this just adds up. It was it, it was it, it was too much. Yeah, and I can understand, and I hope. I mean, I, I don't know the guys, so but I'm still hoping for the better. Um, mental health is a serious thing, so yeah. so I hope he finds what he's looking for. He he said that he's done with wrestling, um, according to him. So I hope he's remember, able to... Um, remember what happened with Kylie Ray? Yeah, another Same one. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Hope he's good with his journey. Next one that was released uh, is uh, Cutler. Was it Steve Cutler? Yeah. Steve Cutler. Uh, released from WWE. Uh, he was part of the Knights of the Lone Wolf. Still think that's a dumb name. Yeah, it is. Well, um, you, know, you know the story behind it, right? The, he attended a yeah. New Year's Eve party with his girlfriend, Diana Perrazzo. Yeah. And he caught COVID. Mm-hmm. And Vince was furious about it. He promised a safe work environment for, especially Roman Reigns, who had cancer. And, and you know, Steve Cullen didn't like, you know, he felt the party was more important than his job. Well, he went to the party not thinking. You know, and I think Deanna Perazzo put out a bunch of, put out a statement about it that it was all bullshit. Well, not that it was all bullshit. It's bullshit that, that he got fired because of this. Right? Yeah, because they, you know, once they went... Once they tested positive, they took the precautions. Right. Yeah. You know? Um. Which I can't. I don't. Know, I I can't besmirch them. For living right. their life, they did the precautions. They you know they did what they needed to do. Um. So, 
I mean, that's my take. I'm, uh, he'll land anywhere. I mean, he's talented enough. Yeah. I mean, he might land an impact with with, with Deion Prado. Mm-hmm. Probably be a good fit for him. Mm-hmm. But you also have um, Wesley Blake, the other half of that group, of, of his partner. Are they going to do anything with him? He's been there for a while. Yeah, not, yeah, it's not like they've been doing anything with him now. It's just this Knights thing. And before that, it was the Sons of... Forgotten Sons. Forgotten Sons, yeah. Meanwhile, you have Jackson Rikers with that job. Yeah. You know. Being a face, too. That's Acting like a face. <laughs> okay. And they turned on face on MLK Day of all the fucking days. Yeah. I was watching it like, really? Well, all right, whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, so good luck on his journey. Um, he is talented, so I am curious as to where he'll end up. Um, Tyler Rex has uh, come out as, as um, trans. He's a trans woman now. Right. Um, he's trans. I don't know how fully he went through, but he's he's in the process. He's in the process, and, and it's going through. And he came out. I think he changed his name from Gabe to Gabby, yeah. something. I forgot. Yeah, um, I can't remember. Let me look up. But yeah, so that's. I thought that's cool. I thought that's cool that he came out with it too, instead of like I don't know what he's doing. Gabby Tuft. 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 Yeah. And that, I was, was going to say Guff for some reason, but yeah, Tuft. Yeah, but I thought that was cool that he came out with it. Um, and, uh, yeah, good luck on his her journey. Yeah. Um, yeah, any takes on it? No. Little Were little. you... Like, I, I, I hardly remember him. I I, big, I remember my father's name. I remember the name. Yeah. But I don't remember him doing anything there. Yeah. Of him, you know, having any kind of impact in WWE. Yeah. Yeah, because I was looking at the pictures of when she was a wrestler there. And I, I was like, I, I hardly remember this dude. But, uh, yeah, good luck on on her journey yeah. from now on. Um, I wonder if she's, like, still in wrestling. No, retired. Retired completely? Yeah. Okay. So then, forget that. Moving on, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, struck uh, an amazing deal with Roku Channel. Oh, yeah. This, I, I mean, you know, whatever. It's a good deal for New Japan. It's not as good as their access deal um, that they had before. But this came off the heels of what happened after AEW Dynamite. Which we're going to do later. They, yeah, we'll do that later. But, you know, and then they, they went online and said at 10 a.m. we have an announcement that they're going to make and shit like that. And, I'm, of course, that's going to get everyone's fucking head rolling, you know? Like, wow, what's happening? You know, all this shit, especially what happened after Dynamite. I was like, ooh. And then at 10 o'clock, you find out it's just this Roku deal. Which is fine. It's good for them because Roku is on millions of devices and shit like that. And millions of people are subscribed to it. Um, so they're getting more eyes on the product. But I was hoping to be on something that more people have access to. If you don't have a Roku device, you can't get it, right? You can get it on your phone um, or a tablet or whatnot. Um, I don't think you can get it on an Fire TV or Goop or whatever. Or Android uh, device, like an Android um, set box, right? Um, but you can't get it on your on your phone or your tablet. It's called the Roku Channel, and it's free. You can join for free, or I'm sure there's like a paid portion. But I think the the New Japan deal is going to be part of the free channel. And Roku, uh, would it be Roku TV? No, the Roku Channel. It's called. Um. And yeah, it, it's. I mean, I think it's yeah, a good idea. There you go. Yeah, Roku Channel free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. 
I think it's a good idea for them. I think it's it's good because I mean, they're getting. I'm gonna install. I'm gonna you know watch yeah. New Japan. I'm doing it right now um, while we talk. It hasn't started yet. I think it starts in March. I don't. I forgot the date they said, but yeah, and they're gonna have like a. I think it's Friday at five o'clock will be a new show. Now will it be on air? Like if you want to go back, if you want to watch it live or quote unquote live. I don't know because I, I like again. As, I know Roku and stuff like that and I know the Roku channel but I've never been on it never in my life have I ever been on it um, but a lot of people aren't on it so if you, if you have a Roku device you definitely have it yeah um, so so I think it's a good deal it's, it, it's a step into the you know back into this door of being an international being all over the place where people can have access to it uh, it's going to be a channel for them so they'll have this weekly show every Thursday or Friday I forget I should have did work and like they'll have like other stuff that they'll curate and put on there as well right right o- older shows and older um, pay-per-views and stuff like that so I think it's a good deal uh, again it's not as good as their the deal they had with access because right? I think they it was more eyes on that even though it was access um, and I don't know. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a step in the right direction for them. Yeah. Um, because everything seems to be going this way, where they just want content, you know. And Roku wants content, so they they went with New Japan and got some New Japan content. Um, you got any takes on it? No. I mean, I'm gonna try to watch it every week. I'm gonna try to add it to my watch list every week. Because mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we start reviewing. I add that to the main event. Well, that's part like the undercard for the main event. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm curious as to what that show is going to be. Is it going to be New Japan Strong, which is on New Japan World, which I subscribe to? That's a really good show. Or is it going to be a new show? Or is it just going to be like a compilation show where they're just going to show? I think it'll be a compilation show at first to introduce the product to people who've never seen it, or just watching it now because of what happened on Dynamite and what's happening on Impact. But eventually, I think it will be new content. Yeah. Just not yet. Uh, moving on, raw numbers, kind of horrible. Uh, considering it's right after the rumble, they think they did a one point five million. That's not good. Yeah, and it was one point five. Edge was there, and supposedly Edge just doesn't move numbers for them, for whatever reason. And um, and we'll find out. We'll talk more on another show on that. He looks crazy, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I thought that was surprising. Like they, it was right after Raw. I mean, I'm sorry, right after Rumble. It was they they talked about this dude being there. They had Edge versus Orton as the main event for and during that the last um, quarter hour, and they still did this small number. I was like, geez, um, not looking good. I think people are just done with Raw. I mean, and, and Edge can't save it. I mean, the the product around it, around him, was so bad. Edge is notorious for not doing numbers, though. Like for whatever reason, he just doesn't move numbers. When they Raw uh, teased and talked about Christian having a match, right? When he last had a match on the on Raw, um, against Orton, that moved the number for them. Yeah, more than Edge did, so it's it's weird, and I love Edge. I'm not I'm not trying to say anything against Edge. I don't understand why 
he doesn't move numbers. Um, but yeah, let's move on. And I think that's it for the news. Let's. Uh, that was quick. Damn. Yeah. Well, you you you're Mr. Hot Takes John over here. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm like, you got any takes? Yeah. <laughs> You pretty much say what I'm thinking, so I'm like, all right, we've been doing the show long enough, we can't, we can't, yeah, we're, we're, we're copacetic, we're, we're in, in simpatico, yes. Uh, let's do the Rumble, let's do the Rumble. I enjoyed the Rumble, yeah, it wasn't a bad show at all, except for a couple of spots here and there, yeah, a couple of things here, but I enjoyed it as I always do, I always have fun with it, and this one was no different, really, even the men's one. Well, it wasn't as good as the woman's, but right? I, I agree with that, it, it was fun, it was fun to watch, and I enjoyed it, I had right. fun watching it. Let's do this. Do so the pre-show was Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeated Oscar and Charlotte Flair for the women's tag belts. Oh yeah, this was dumb. I, I went back to watch this. I didn't. I don't like my. It time. was dumb and it was a waste of time. So I you know why I, I said it before. I've been saying it for weeks on this show, and I'll in private. I've been saying it to you. Hmm. Move the women's tag titles over to NXT. Just move it over there. Right now, you know, among contenders are Lana and Naomi. The belt. The only reason they're doing it is so Lana can pin out pin Nia Jax for the belt, <laughs> that to get her revenge finally. If if they'll do that, they will. I I know they're gonna do. It. I guarantee that she's gonna pin her. I what? I almost guarantee. Dude, it. it was supposed to be guaranteed that there she was supposed to be at the TLC match, and then they decided not to do that. Yeah, but then why would they make her and Naomi number one contenders? Like it's dude, she was number one contender then too. Remember. She was going to go... It was supposed to be a title match. A tables title match. But they realized, this is dumb. Then, why are we doing but this? But they're doing it again. But why did they go right back to it? It's raw. Why are you, why are you questioning this? It's raw. It, it, it's WWE. So look, I just... I, I'm not a... I just put the... I'm hoping that the, the Dusty Women's Classic is a way to... Is the, what, what they're transitioning towards. Putting those tag belts on NXT. NXT has enough women that they can create tag teams, legit tag teams, and still keep the singles division strong. Yeah. I well, I, I, we've I mean we've argued about this before. I think it should be. I think the title should be on NXT, but I think it should be a roving title. Like every every division should be trying to go get these titles from NXT. They, yeah. they tried that at first. Remember the Kabuki Warriors showed up there. Sasha yeah. Bailey showed, up, and then they just stopped doing. It. Yeah, and guess what? It was working. And this was during a time when they weren't treating NXT like a bastard cousin. Right. You know, they, they were treating like they were, you know, they were involved in the in the Rumble, strongly involved. They were involved in the Survivor Series, you know, strongly involved, you know. And and this came, that and it, it was working. It was, uh, and now there's, it's like, they, now they're treating them like a redheaded stepchild, you know, like it's just like, they don't take, you know, they're not taking NXT series, they're not taking those tag belt series. Yeah. So just throw the tag belt in NXT. Yeah. Uh, that's, my, that's my hot take on that. Yeah. All right, so show opened up. I'm glad they got this out of the way early. Drew McIntyre defeated Goldberg in like two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they got it out of the way early. Yeah. You know, and they, I thought we were, I think we were both scared they were going to put the belt on Goldberg for WrestleMania. I Well, you thought they were going to do it. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if they did it, but right. I, I, I said they wouldn't. Because this is this is like Drew's era, you know. Right, and I'm glad they're done with it. So I think they're done with done with Goldberg in in, in the ring. And I, I enjoyed the match. The match was the, for what it was. For, for it, wasn't it, was it was fine, and it was it did feel like a passing of the torch after what they did at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I was like, it was nice. 
I thought it was nice. And it was what I said it was going to be, too. It was Spear, um, what's this thing called? The Claymore. Spear, Claymore, Jackhammer, Claymore. Yeah. Spear, Claymore. And then they kick out of everyone. And then at the end, it's it's Drew that comes out on top. It was oh, fun. I yeah. thought it was fun. Uh, what do you what do you snark it? Oh, three and a half. Yeah, it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And next up, Sasha Banks defeated Carmella to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. What I think is the best Carmella's looked in WWE. I think their previous match they had on Raw was really good and a lot better than this, but this match was fun too. I three, went three and a half on this. Three and a half, yeah. You know, Sasha makes everybody look good. Yeah. You know, she's good. She's one of the people that can carry. You know, the carry match make everybody look even better. And um, Carmella was good too. I'm not trying to take anything away from her. Like, she she damn near broke her face at one point here. Yeah. Where when she did like a tope and was almost not caught by Sasha. Yeah. And, like you can see, like she smashes her face in the fucking ground. Yeah, we were, uh, we were both sitting like, holy shit. Yeah, and you can see you can see Sasha checking on her, you know, touching her back, like yo yo you okay you okay. Yeah. But it she was fine. She popped right back up and went right back into it. So. Yeah, I think Carmella has improved a lot with her time off. Yeah, I think it, you know, I'm glad I'm glad you put it to good use. Like, yeah. no, she didn't just get lazy over her time yeah. off. She actually trained and, and and took it in. Yeah, and she's better than because she was horrible before. Yeah, and I think now she's a lot better. All she did before was super kicks. Right. Yeah, but now she. Figured you would have been your favorite wrestler. Hilarious. All right, next up. Dick. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You my 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 mom. Um, Bianca Belair won the Women's Royal Rumble by eliminating Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I, was, I love this. I think our biggest complaint was Rhea Ripley should have, when she came in, or she debuted, yeah. she should have been eliminating all the scraps. Yeah, she she came in and she, she kind of, I think they made her look strong. I think they did do a job at making, look, making her look strong. But it kind of feels like she could have came in and just started destroying people. Right. Like throwing people out like a quick like when Brock came in that one time he just started throwing everyone out like get right. the fuck out and cleared the whole stage but they didn't do that she came in she made a big appearance and then it's to a corner that she goes you know stuff like that but then, but then of course towards the end I, I felt like they did make her look strong yeah I wouldn't I'm not mad that Bianca Belair won she's gotten so good in the ring mm. but I would've been fine if Rhea Ripley won too but the right, the right choice was made. Yeah. You know, Bianca deserved she And she lasted a while, too. Yeah. Third. She came in third. Yeah. Bianca. Um, uh, the, my favorite thing was Rhea Ripley. Uh, when Alexa comes in at, what, 27? Alexa Bliss. And she comes in. She does a few things. I think she gets rid of one person as Alexa Bliss. And But no, she didn't do anything. She comes in and everyone turns on her. Starts beating up the sh- beating the shit out of Alexa Bliss because she's the fiend or whatever, and they do that thing that they do on Raw where it looks as if she's about to change character. But mess about that, you had to explain that to me. Yeah, because I don't watch Raw, so I didn't know that Bray Wyatt was gone and she was the fiend. I didn't know any of this. Yeah, but supposedly she's like possessed by the fiend, and dude, it's so much worse on Raw. But what they did here was she's about to change character into the fiend, but Rhea Ripley was like, "Well, fuck this," and just throws her out. <laughs> Let me, she's, like, like, I, she's like, I watch Raw. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. But let me put a pause on this review. Do you know how they do this shit with her? No. She, it's magic. It's a magic show all of a sudden. Like she's, you know, Alexa Bliss or whatever she's wrestling. 
like acting like a little girl, which is creepy. And um, and then all of a sudden, she, you hear mute the, the 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 fucking Best Buy screens go fucking like cracked and purple and shit. And then she changes into the fiend or whatever the fuck it is she's changing into. But dude, she literally changes. Like she's in like she looks like Punky Brewster at one point, wearing like a t-shirt and shit like that, and like with the overalls or whatever. And then all of a sudden, she's in gear. She legit changes characters. So whenever you see her in a wrestling match, except for a Royal Rumble, it's a tape match. Because they're they're literally like clipping in oh when she's like not wearing the the Punky Brewster thing, and then they clip in when she's wearing the, her regular gear and shit like that. And then, and then they'll do it several fucking times throughout the match where she goes back and forth. I'm like, wow. dude, wow. what the fuck is this? You know? And it, it, that's what I, I love this point where they're like, oh, that was literally, that was my reaction when they showed her smiling, Alexa Bliss, as if she was about to change. I was like, oh, fuck. They just ruined it. And then Rhea Ripley's like, well, fuck that. And just threw her out. I love that. I love that. That was a great spot. Um, Billy K was dumb. <laughs> right? She came in at what, four or some shit like that? Billy Kay? Something like that. But she just went down to sit with the commentary and then every, every, um, every uh, opponent that would come in, she would give them her, um, her t- eight by ten, whatever, her, her Yeah, that her was resume. stupid. Yeah, that, that was stupid. Until, um, oh, fuck, what was her name? The one she actually teams up with. Lacey? No, 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 no. Um, um, the one, the, the 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 karaoke girl, the the one that was singing that came in. Fuck, she was a legend. Oh, oh, I can't remember Fuck. her name. I know you told me, I can't remember her name. Because it was Billy and Jilly, Jilly, uh, Jillian Hall. Jillian Hall, thank you. We did Billy and Jilly. I thought of it. Yeah, because that was the, the the joke. It was Billy and Jilly. Instead of her teaming up with Peyton Royce, <laughs> which would have made more sense. But they did this because their names rhyme or whatever. Billy and Jilly. Jilly was really good too, though. Yeah. She she did some really cool spots. Veronica came in. She was cool too, but there were some rough spots with her. Um, but she she seemed alright. What other legends were here? Tori oh, Wilson came back. Yeah. For a spot for a spell. She um, was good. Hold on, let me, let me look. Let me see. You have to give, you have to give me a second to find it. Um. Yeah, so I thought. Yeah, and Bianca Belair was. They made her look strong, and then there I were, see, I he was in it. Um, Naomi came back. Yeah, She's Naomi came back. Shakti Blackheart was in. I'm just gonna do names that the names that stuck out. Well, Naomi, real quick, I thought was dumb. Like they always do this every year with the whole. She she landed her whole yeah, body yeah, yeah. landed on outside. But she's not out because her feet didn't hit the ground. And Kofi Kingston started that shit. Yeah, but like enough with that shit already. All right, so here, here's the I'm just gonna put the names that stuck out, like the surprises. Shakti Blackheart. Yeah, she came in with her her tank. Yeah. And almost killed Billy Kay. Uh, Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Jillian Hall. Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. Santana Garrett. That one was surprising. Yes. And they, they talked about her as if she was an NXT talent. She's never been on NXT. She may have been on NXT like once. I think this is That's the one. Why. <laughs> but, but like, why is she here? 
You know, I think this was like I think she was like like probably that one person that replaced Mia Yim because Mia Yim was kicked out. But there was pictures of Casey Catanzaro was there. Why not use her? Yeah, you know she could do some weird ass shit where she's jumping around on the banisters and shit. Uh, Rhea Ripley debuted. Rhea Ripley. Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson. Alicia Fox came back. That's right, and that was another dumb thing where Alicia Fox comes in, and then the next opponent is um our truth. Coming in in the wrong. Oh yeah, rumble. and they did the whole thing with the twenty four seven belt. Yeah, Alicia Fox pinned our truth to win the belt. Yeah, then our truth ended up pinning her back, which is really weird. Yeah, um, Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai, another um, NXT girl. And Ember Moon. Ember Moon, yeah, yeah. Some some NXT uh, appearances here. Yeah, the match was good, and I think the right person won. Yeah, that was fun, and then she did like the best babyface victory speech. Yes, and she was just crying and thanking her parents and shit. That it was, was a good moment. She worked her ass off. Then they yeah. showed pictures of her backstage with her husband, Montez for her husband, and yeah. everybody hugging her. Yeah, no, it was a nice moment. Yeah, she's praying with her husband. It was sweet. Um, I have no faith that they're gonna do it well, but. I think I, I, I do think this her Sasha will play a great match yeah it'll be a great match but I I don't think they created a star here or anything like that alright um, next up we had the second to last match Roman Reigns defeated Kevin Owens in a last man standing match yeah that was marred by a botch a big one yeah but uh, to, to me it was more marred than before that yeah but the, at the end I know I'm in an island on this one I, I think yeah. a lot of people liked it more than I did De- you were definitely on this one. Was it great? No, but it wasn't bad. No. But I just don't think it was great. I thought the Rhea Ripley... Um, um, Dakota Kai? No, the Rhea Ripley-Gonzalez oh, match. Yeah. Raquel Gonzalez was leaps and bounds better than this. This, this they put in a lot of hard work. That I saw. Like with the, Particularly Kevin Owens just throwing himself all around. On this match, multiple times jumping off of uh, balconies onto shit, you know. <clears throat> and I think, because I watched it again, I think that 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 segment of this match that takes place in the back, right, was taped. Um, I like to say that there was a scene where he's climbing the the uh, the forklift. Remember? Yeah. He set up the forklift, and it kind of like corrects itself. Where he's on one side, and then when his camera goes to another, he's like on the other side. So it kind of felt like they did like a bad cut there. Uh-huh. It's a split second; you can miss it. But uh, I'm listen. I don't mind that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, because they did a lot of hard work in this shit. And well, it, let's talk about the botch. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at one point, Roman Reigns was handcuffed to the the barrier. Yeah. And th- the spot was referee supposed to be counting. And Paul Heyman was supposed to come out with keys to unlock them. Except that Heyman couldn't unlock it. Yeah. I don't know what happened. He couldn't find the right key, whatever. It was so bad the referee had to stop counting. Yeah, so... And I was like, oh. So yeah, so Kevin Owens gets the cut handcuffs, cuffs him down so he can't get up. There's a ref there that's a counting, but Roman Reigns smashes him against the whatever. So yeah. he's out. Another ref comes in, starts counting. Realizes that he's not getting up, and then literally just stops counting. But then they show two seconds later that Roman could have stood on his feet. It would yeah. have been a weird angle. They could just do that. Yeah. But what? And another thing, why is Kevin Owens just standing there allowing Paul Heyman 
to to open the fucking right. thing. You know, everything. Yeah, everything just came well apart at that point. I was like, oh, three and a half though. I'm not gonna. No, it was a good match. Yeah. That was a lot of hard work. Um, but it's hard to do a last man last man standing match and keep me interested because it's always that ten count that just takes forever. Yeah. And then when when there's a botch involved, it's just like ugh. it, it kind of takes the flow of the match. Yeah. All right, let's get to the men's Royal Rumble, which we oh, said. Oh, and yeah. then the, and then the way it ends, you know. So after he gets the handcuffs off and shit like that, right into the 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 real naked choke that he does now, and then it's over. I was like, that's it, all that. Yeah. All right. Um, which was won by Edge, which we talked about earlier. The men's Royal, yeah. Yeah, um, Edge won an hour. Forgot it was forty-seven. Yeah. I mean, shit, like, he did uh, a lot of resting outside, <laughs> which, again, I, I'm not going to blame him. This is a long-ass fucking match. Um, that, but, uh, yeah, he's 47, you said? Yeah. Yeah. 47, and, and I think other people, like, mentioned this. Like, this is the oldest Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot There's of only people, two, rest, two or three wrestlers that are under 30. Yeah. And they were, like, seven or so over 43 or something like that. Um which whatever I mean that's their fault <laughs> yeah they're um, they fucking stars yeah alright let's go through some of the names that were in like, the names that stood out Edge obviously yeah Carlito was back Carlito he's Good actually kid. got a job with WWE as a back they're trying him out as a backstage agent yeah so like a producer and whatnot. yeah um good for him yeah and he looked good he looked buff yeah, fucking dude yeah. is ripped and uh and he did some good stuff here and uh, he was on Raw, and he looked good on Raw too. Oh wow! Cool. Not perfect, yeah. Like there were some spots that he kind of messed up that looked sloppy, but he, he still looks like he can go, yeah. Um. Uh, Damian Priest debuted. Damian looks like Priest he looks like he's staying. Yep. And yeah, he, he's debuted, and they're using him with Bad Bunny. Um, well, actually had a performance there, and and the equipment got destroyed by the Miz and Morrison. The Miz. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly Vince is like Bad Bunny's gonna be there more often, and they're putting him with uh, Damian Priest to give him the rub, and they want Damian Priest to be like this big Latin superstar. So, um, Kane was there. Kane, Mayor Kane, Mayor Kane, Kane. Uh, Hurricane Helms, Hurricane, um, uh, Christian. That was a surprise. And they had a nice moment with him and Eddie looking at each other, and, you know. That, nice little markout moment. What was funny about that moment? Because I was like, I was probably one of those fucking marks that was just complaining about every entry. I was like, oh my god, look at this guy. You know that shit. Christian came in, and I was prepared to say something, but then I just shut up, and I was like, I got, I just enjoyed it. You know, when he yeah. came in, I was like, wow. And then, and then when he comes in, and they they have that. You know, I think he does some quick wrestling real quick, and then when he gets next to Edge, and they do that hug. Yeah. It was like. God damn. And I hope they do, like, maybe give me a... Have them go and do a little row in a tag titles or something. I wouldn't mind. And supposedly he's cleared. Yeah. I don't know. He's seen the same I like doctors. how they say he's, he's cleared for part-time activity. Aren't they all part-timers now? Yeah. Aren't they all? They're not doing house shows anymore. Yeah. So, I guess... I guess he's seeing the same doctors as Daniel Bryan or whatever. Maybe. Because all of a sudden... Maybe he's doing a little DDP yoga. All of a sudden, these motherfuckers are cleared. Edge is cleared. Bryan is cleared. Um, soon Mick Foley's gonna come back no <laughs> no no thank you I don't, I don't I don't need to see that 
Faster or wrong? It wasn't a bad show. No, I enjoyed it. I mean, it. I don't know. Should it have gone to Edge? Have it, this old guy. I, I, it? I, you know why? I, I was thinking the same thing. But who do you give it to? I mean, maybe AJ Styles. Nah, I don't even see that. Isn't he just as old? AJ's like 42, 43. Yeah. But that, 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 that's the problem. WWE has not created stars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's their problem. <laughs> Create a fucking star. Could have went to Damon Priest or something, you know? Yeah, I don't think they would have done that. Oh, I'm just saying. Like, yeah. they could have done, they could have used this moment to create a star. Right. Yeah. But they don't do that. Yeah. They, they, they don't know how to create stars. Yeah. They, they, well, you know what? I don't think they want to anymore. You know, because how many times has Vince been burned, right? Right. So I think he he'll get them up to like a point of that mountain, but as soon as they start looking at the top, they'll like kick them back down or some shit like that. You know? Yeah. Because he doesn't want to get burned. Because all of a sudden, you know, they could just give Daniel Bryan. Yeah, which I I that's what I thought was going to happen. Um, or Shinsuke Nakamura. That was I was like, well, first I was thinking Shinsuke, and my second was Daniel Bryan. Um, and I don't, I just. Daniel, that was another. You brought up Daniel Bryan. Riddle and Daniel Bryan did some great work here together, you know. And Daniel Bryan and Ricochet did some great work here. Oh, when you talk about the return of Seth Rollins. Oh, that's right. Seth Rollins came back too. You could have gave it to him. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see that. You could have did something besides. Not yeah. that I don't mind Edge to WrestleMania. Yeah. No, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I'm, the assumption is he's going after Roman. Right. Um, and it'll be spear for against spear. Which makes sense. Um, it what doesn't make sense is that he's the 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 dialogue he's using saying that he he's trying to get back the title he never lost. The title that has his lineage is the universal title, or I'm sorry, the other one, the the one that Roman has. No, the the one that um Drew has has his lineage. That's true. Yeah, I forgot the universal title on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, so. So you figure he would go after Drew, <laughs> right? You know, and get back the title he never lost. Uh, but but whatever, it doesn't matter. It's not that big of a deal. But you figured he would go back, go for the title that has his lineage instead right. of, you know, whatever. But uh, but yeah, I I it's I I am curious about it. I am gonna watch. Definitely gonna watch the Roman versus Edge thing. Yeah. Um, I suspect he's gonna win it. What say you? I think Roman wins it. I think I think Roman wins it. You know, the finally give, make Roman the star yeah. that he is, that he they want him to be. Yeah, I, no, I, don't, I don't think it's gonna go. I, I think he wins. It. You know what I think is gonna happen? What? This spot because I just want to see it. Roman's gonna go for the spear, and Edge is gonna catch it and hold it into in his like the double arms, and he's gonna do the Edge matic or whatever he calls his DDT gimmick. Yeah, and, and put him right into the gimmick into the the Edge matic. I just want to see that spot. <laughs> I still think Roman wins it, though. Yeah. Um, Alright. Alright, where are we at now? Main event time, baby. Main event time. So, I'll go first, because you went first last week. Yep. I am going... Well, do everything else first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we are at the Wednesday Night Smarks, which is where John and I shoot review NXT and AEW against each other. And you just remember, as always, this is our opinions. And if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourselves. And uh, let's get on with this. As as always, we uh, we start with the ratings talk. And uh, AW did uh, 
844,000 uh, with a 0.32 in the, the demo coming in at third. NXT did a 610,000 um, um, with a 0.15 in the demo coming in at 51st. Uh, one, there's a few uh, interesting things about this demo is that this the number of this this week is equal to the number that we had last week. The total, right. 1.5, uh, 1.54 million people watched this week and 1.5 million watched last week. It also gives credit to the whole thing where the that that 20 minute window that where the screen went black for AEW last right. week. For some people, it was an hour. Um, that's what affected uh, AEW last week. Um, because basically, all the people that went over to NXT last week came back to watch AEW this week. Yeah. Um, this is a... And it's a good number for AEW. It's not a great number, you know? Because there's, I don't think there was, like, real growth other than doing 844, which is a big number for them. But they basically just got back what they lost last week. Right. Um, NXT is a, it's, it's an abysmal number. Cause one, and NXT had a good show this week, too. I enjoyed it a lot. It had a really good show this week. Um, a lot of shit I, I complain about, I can't I can complain about, but I, I really did enjoy it, particularly the main event. Um, was very good. Yeah, top, I mean... Top to bottom, NXT put on a solid show this week. Yeah. There was but, no uh, real flaws in the show. No, there were a lot of flaws. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll get into it. Right. But but I did enjoy both shows, and NXT was particularly good. Um, but the yeah, but the, the, it was an abysmal number because one, they promoted Edge, and for whatever reason, Edge doesn't move numbers. And this is just more proof of that. Um, two, they had a nine-minute overrun. Which usually helps them, but helped them, but it didn't help them at all. This one, uh, for this week, and and it came in at fifty first. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It's a WWE product. You would think that the people that watch Raw and or SmackDown would watch it. Like I don't get why people don't like people that watch Raw and SmackDown are WWE quote unquote diehards don't turn into this tune into the show. I don't get, I don't, I, I can't figure it out. Um, I mean, we've talked about it, but it's it's basically, it's not like Raw and SmackDown. The Raw and SmackDown crowd want to watch Raw and SmackDown. NXT, while I do feel like they are dipping their toes in that that lake a lot, you know, as to the how AW and SmackDown do their stuff. You know, I'm sorry, uh, Raw and SmackDown do their their shows, but it's not. It's still like you know, and Edge said it in his promo. Like, it, it's a show that more focuses on that second W, right? right? And that is still true. Um, <clears throat> that's not what the I guess the the Raw SmackDown crowd wants to watch, which explains why possibly NXT tries to change a little bit and do more of that E stuff, right? You know, but like when you have that crowd coming over and they're like, "This is not what I want to watch," and then they just, that's why they just go back. They'll come. For those nostalgic moments, not this week, unfortunately, but they, they'll usually come back. They'll come over to, for those nostalgic moments, and then the, then they they go back to watching just Raw and SmackDown. 
It's I mean, and but again, Raw and SmackDown are losing numbers as well. So they're even losing their base in that regard too. Um, but yeah, that's the numbers. AEW did pretty really good. They came in third under the challenge, which came in number one. And then um, number two was a basketball game. Your your guys, I think the Phoenix Suns yeah. against whoever, and um, and they were almost tied with the basketball. The basketball came in three three, I think point three three. Well, NXT was um, AW was a point three two. Um, good stuff for them. Uh, the what I love about this is that the, like this rating stuff so far has come. Is, like the news isn't the top shit right now. You got the challenge, which is the the reality show on gimmick, and you had basketball as number two. Well, when the world is not ending, people yeah. don't watch news. They they're not watching news to do to find out what dumb shit happened today. They yeah. they, they they're tuning out the news now. Yeah, which is you know, explained by Fox ratings are down the tube now. Yeah, because nobody gives a shit. Yeah. CNN's up there now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed it. Uh, but let's move on. Um, you stop right before the wedding. Right before the wedding. Yeah. Um, the wedding started just like an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'll stop before. So I'll stop after the inner circle segment, and then the wedding, and then okay. So, AEW opens up this beach break, and we get right into the the ten tag team battle royale. Uh, this is won by Y two MJF uh, defeating the Young Bucks, Jurassic Express, Silver and Reynolds from the Dark Order, who replaced FTR, who replaced FTR, uh, who got suspended this week because of what they did. Which uh, makes me, which cracks I'll me up. I'll get into that later. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, uh, both these shows ha- were great. Both these shows had things that made me like, wait, <laughs> you know? Like, like this made me question shit. Uh, but I was like, okay. But anyway, so yeah, Silver and Reynolds from the Dark Order, Uno and Grayson from the Dark Order, Private Party, The Acclaimed, Proud and Powerful, Sammy Hager, uh, who also they got uh, once again introed by Sammy, Sammy Hager. Hager. Uh, I hope they do like for every big match for them now, or maybe bring them in as a, another manager or something. Uh, top flight, and uh, okay, yeah. So I wrote FTR out for attacking Jurassic Express, um, and replaced by the Dark Order. Uh, then the Bucks come in. They came in and then they dove off the stage. So this was just, uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, both men. Why did I write both men? Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I, they explained that both men have to be eliminated. Right. Can remember last year, the Bucks won. I think Nick got eliminated, yeah. but Matt won. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I like that. You know, that's another thing. This match has become like their yearly tradition now. Um, and they explained that once again, like both, both members of the team have to be eliminated, uh, which I do like that rule. Uh, quick uh, judgment of this match they had bad camera cuts yes um, oh my god yes where the particularly main one where the private party guy uh, I think Isaiah yeah 
went to the top and he did the empty pool gimmick where no one was there to, to catch him and he hits nothing and the camera went away the other went away on another part I don't know who it was but somebody was was standing on the apron and a guy pulled his hand flipped him and knocked him out and they, they didn't show it yeah, they, didn't, they, they didn't even go back to it yeah at least with the private party thing they went back and showed it on replay yeah but still regardless thought the, uh, the, the, the direction of particularly for this match was bad um the some spots that I liked I liked the silly string interruption spot uh silly string is a move that I've grown tired of seeing and I've uh, grown tired of seeing I've grown tired of commentary with it but I liked how but silly string I yeah. mean alright I'm, I'm done with it okay but I liked how this was stopped like it just made sense the top flight guy just smacked the guy's hand what and the guy let go uh so I thought that was good um the silver uh he did his power up move where he just starts destroying everyone and he got he eliminated a few people at one point. Um, so that was good. Uh, Matt Jackson was out early. Almost missed it yeah. at one point. The Good Brothers came out at one point, they distracted Nick Jackson and they eliminated somebody. Who did they eliminate? Um was it one of the tough light guys? Um I think so. Yeah, they eliminated someone. Nick, which pissed off Nick Jackson, and then MJF eliminates Nick Jackson, eliminating them. So further telling that story between the the young Bucks and the Good Brothers, where at some point they're gonna go head to head. Which um, I, which I, which bothers me a little bit. You figure that they're doing the whole Bullet Club thing, which they get to it more than you figure they just had the Bullet Club together. It's never having them the all the infighting. No, it's Bullet Club's always about the infighting. It's always been about that. Remember, Bullet Club is okay. Yeah. And, and then you had Tom and Tonga talking shit about it before. Um, so yeah, so I think I enjoyed this a lot. It told a lot of stories. It wasn't no real filler. Um, and the the finish where you had uh, MJF, I'm sorry, um, Jericho winning it for MJF. And at one point, Jericho knocked out both Sammy and uh, I think the other top flight guy. One right. of them. And um, which you could see Sammy was pissed off as he left. So Y2MJF is going to challenge the Young Bucks at Revolution. And uh, Luchasaurus also looked really good here, I thought. But yeah, I did like this. It was a good, I, I gave it three and a half. Um, my only problem with, the, look, I get why Jericho and MJF want to get it. I'm not happy about it. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm done with, I'm, I'm done with, it. they have enough tag teams, I'm done with them. Jericho put. I'm done with it. But having said that, I would have had MJF be the last last man standing. Because MJF would look. Jericho, Jericho's argument could be, look, Inner Circle is winning because of MJF. You had MJF get eliminated for Jericho to win it. Mm-hmm. Have MJF be the last man standing. Do the same thing you did with Jericho eliminating Sammy and one of the top flight guys, but have MJF do that instead. M- look, in the circles, because Jericho can make Jericho's argument. Look, we're winning because of MJF. This is why the inner circle is winning because of MJF. Who eliminated MJF? Uh, fuck, I don't remember. Um, I know MJF eliminated Jungle Boy because they they keep telling that story. I forgot who eliminated him. The point is, I would have had MJF be the last man. But I think it has something to do with Sammy. Because I think they're, they're further telling that story. Yeah, I, I, but but I would I would have Sammy eliminate MJF. I think it's somehow. I would have had MJF last man standing. 
That's that, what, the minute he won it. I'm like, that was the only thing that popped out to me. Have MGF win it because Jericho's argument could be, look, we're winning because MGF keeps winning for us. Hmm. Regardless, um, they got to the same point. What'd you give it? I went three and a quarter. I, I went three and a quarter. Okay. Uh, after this, uh, Jade Cargo had a video package, which was really good. Um, felt like a Peloton commercial. Um, she looks really good. I hope she can wrestle. That's what I'm saying. I mean, she she has good training, supposedly. She's trained by A.R. Fox, who's a, who's a big Evolve guy. Um, and then from there, I think she went to um, Heath Slater's school. Because Heath Slater has a school. Yeah. She's trained there. And night, right now, she's with the Nightmare Family, the Nightmare Factory, whatever it's called. Um, so hopefully she's good. If she... She has the charisma, you know, because she's good on a promo and all that stuff, and she she has the presence down. If she has just has a, just a little bit of talent in the ring, she'll be a star. Um, I'm I'm well, I'm less worried about her, more worried about Shaquille O'Neal getting in the ring. Again, it it's gonna be leaning on on um on her and um what's her face, Red Velvet. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Darby Allen, Sting, uh, be interviewed by Shivani. Um, you know, Sting with his dad. I mean, Darby with his dad, Sting. Um, Sting talked about how Janela was going to challenge Darby for the title next week. Where did that come from? I'll explain that later. Um, Taz does a promo where they're another heel tag team that got kicked out um, and weren't allowed into... The, the arena. Uh, I thought this was funny. The well, first the shirt that Starks was wearing was great. The the look on Hook's face was great. The Brian Cage not wearing a shirt while he was out there in the middle of February uh, was funny. Uh, Hook, uh, what's his face? Um, Hobbs' face was funny. Uh, and then you have Taz doing the promo, which was great. And um, Starks did a, a bit here too, where he talked about how Sting isn't really an icon anymore. Uh, I just loved it. I just loved uh, whenever Taz is on a promo, it's great. Um, yeah, I'll explain that shit later with Darby Allen. I, 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 with Darby Allen and Janelle, I'll explain that when he when I have because Janelle does a promo later, and I'll explain it there. Right, well, I'm glad because I saw that I'm, I'm like Joey Janela. What the hell has he done? It's not a great explanation. It's it's. Let me tell you, it's not. I'm just not. Just give it to me. Just give it to me now, please. Who got married here? So they were like, listen, uh, Joey, you don't want to come this week. Okay? Your ex is getting married. Actually, they got married on Monday. Yeah, they got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, got, was, this was the official ceremony. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, I, I, I'm, I'm half joking here, but you kind of be like, all right, listen, your ex is getting married today. I get that. I get that. But, uh, no, no, so, no. My question is, why is he getting a title shot at all? My question well, the TNT title has always been open. It's an open challenge. So, but give somebody has been on TV once in a while. I haven't seen Joe Janela in a while. Well, you never saw those indie people on TV at all either. One was you never saw Warhorse or Warhorse. What was it? what was his name? Yeah, Warhorse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or Starks even when he got his challenge, you know, before he got hired by AEW. You know, the the, yeah, the TNT is always open. Given what that is. When Starks and Wars came in, they were showcasing new talent. 
Give it to somebody. Showcase new talent. Let Darby defend it against somebody that would showcase somebody new instead of somebody who's been around for a while. Why not just do that? Well, I also think that that have you ever? Well, you probably never seen. Have you ever seen Darby versus Janela before? No. They're gonna kill each other. Uh, whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's gonna be a great match. Uh, yeah, whatever. That makes no sense. To me. Whatever. Okay. But uh, all right. So so Taz Team Taz does their promo. After this, we have Britt Baker. Uh, defeating Thunder Rosa. Oh, my match in night for NXT. For this AEW. was fucking awesome. This is my match in night for AEW. Um, I just loved how Baker has developed into a like a really incredible technician. Yes. And I was like, holy shit! And then, and then, um, and then Thunder Rosa, whatever she does in the ring, just looks violent. Yeah. And she was good here. This match was back and forth, back and forth. Yes. Where I was like. I don't know who can win this. Yeah, yeah, and, and I just loved it. It was it was well put together, and this is what I've been telling you: just fucking wait, all right, guys. Just fucking everyone's bitching about yeah. their division. Yeah, they had to bring. Yeah, okay, but they had to bring in. They had to bring in an outside talent to make to make the division look good. Well, that's always how many people has NXT hired since yeah, they started. Yeah, the problem is AW didn't. Never mind. The point is, AEW didn't have... That's the point. You hire people to make the division better, man. They hired, they, they hired Thunder... And they, they took their Thunder time. Thunder to basically make the division. No. The division was crap before she got No, there. no, no. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. They were building it up. Yeah, Baker yeah. was is a lot better now than she was back then. Hikaru Shida is a lot better now than she was back then. Um, Anna Jay is a lot better now than she was when she first started there. Ty Conte is a lot better than when she first started there. A lot of these wrestlers are a lot better when they first started at AEW now than they were back then. They developed them. Okay. They treated them right. Huh. All you motherfuckers complaining like they all they don't they only have like five minute matches and shit. Here we are. Now they have multiple storylines, multiple championships, <laughs> champions, with the the NWA now being defended on AEW. Yeah. And now, I gave this four. By the way, I did too. I did too. Um, with this great fucking match, uh, and this is obviously going to continue on this little feud, uh, because of the way this one ended, with um Thunder also being well, Rebel took off the the turnbuckle padding, and then so that caused Britt Baker to do the what's it called the downward spiral thing, yeah, knocking out Thunder Rosa, and and Thunder Rosa saw that really good. Yeah. She was like knocked the fuck out to a point. I was like, I think she's really out. <laughs> um, so that was good. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Dora. No, this is later on. Never mind. This is something later. Okay. I thought I skipped something. I wanted to tell you something, but it's not too later. All okay, right. So after this, uh, Shivani interviews Matt Hardy and Adam Page. Uh, basically, th- apparently this was last week, uh, supposedly. Um, basically, just showing that you know. Um, you know, Matt Hardy just wanted to help out Adam Page. He kind of guilt trip him into doing this tag match um, against uh, Chaos Project uh, because of what Chaos Project did. So he kind of holds him hostage emotionally. Uh, and Adam Page is, isn't trying to have any of it. He's like, dude, I don't want to. I don't want to sign any of your carny, you know, contracts and shit like that. And uh. Uh, what else was set up here? Tag match against Kevin yeah, yeah, the tag match. Which, which happens this week. Yeah, on the, on the show. Yeah. 
What else do I remember? It was something else. But yeah, it was just setting up this match. Um, so then after that, real quick, they announced the Women Eliminator Tournament. Uh, and this is a stacked tournament. Uh, go through the participants real quick. The Japanese side has Aja Khan, Yuka Sakazaki, Veni, who is in Japan known as Asuka, uh, Emi Sakura, Ryo uh, Mizunami, Mei Segura, Rin uh, Katakura, and Maki Ito. Uh, which, uh, when I used my, my intro name, that was her, when she was announced as being part of Maki Ito, when she was announced as being part of this tournament, she posted a picture of the tournament and she was like, hello, motherfuckers. Um, she's one of the best social media followers out there for wrestling. Um, and the name of her in, her Instagram is Maki fucking Ito. She's great. Um, so, so the Japanese side is fucking stacked on its own. Uh, the US side, also stacked. Uh, you have Serena Deeb and Riho is back. Why isn't Riho on the Japanese side? Because they got her back. She's in Florida now. Yeah, but I'm saying, wouldn't she be on... Wouldn't... But, um, Think, and then, then say it. Why wouldn't she be on the <laughs> Japanese side, though? She's a Japanese wrestler. But she's representing AEW. She's representing the American side. But just because but, she's Japanese doesn't mean. But there, there was an AEW wrestler on the Japanese side too. So what? Okay. What, what AEW wrestler is on the Japanese side? Um, the, the, the Freddie Mercury chick. Emi Sakura. She's she's more of her own. She's like Choco <coughs> Pro wrestler. Okay. Whatever. Uh, just because she's Japanese doesn't mean she has to be on the Japanese side, man. She represents AEW. She's in America. Yeah, but they don't say AEW. They say they say American and, J- and Japanese. The way the way the, the tournament's set up. Yeah, but she lives in America now. Okay. So she's set here in America. Semantics. <laughs> anyway, in the U.S. side, you have Serena Deeb and Riho, uh, who they got back. Britt Baker and Ty Conte, Thunder Rosa and Nala Rose, Anna Jay and Layla Hirsch. That's awesome. Like, if they just had a tournament with just the U.S. side, it would be great. But they got these two sides. I think... I think the last match... I think the last person from the U.S. side is going to be Britt Baker. And uh, the last opponent from the Japanese side is going to be Maki Ito. That's what I think. Um, Who wins that? Probably Britt Baker. And then uh, one more thing. Marvez has an interview with the Inner Circle. Um, I thought the Inner Circle segment was good. Uh, at one point, you, they're saying, oh, we did this. And then you have Sammy pissed off. Like, did we? Did we do this? And then Sammy runs off, pissed off. And then Jericho chases after him to, um, to, to mend things. And then uh, MJF is left there alone with the rest of the Inner Circle. And he, they finally, he's finally like, all right. We gotta have this talk, and then he gets a wordle to get rid of the camera, which I thought was a great moment, where he's just slowly closing the door on the camera guy, and then so we're getting more momentum with that storyline going through, uh, to see what they're gonna do with either both of them or one of them, or or whatever, and then uh, that's it. And the next thing is gonna be the wedding. That's what I open up with. Yeah. All right, go. All right, NXT opened up with 
the semifinals of the Dusty Rhodes Women's Classic. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez defeated Casey Contezero and Kaden Carter. I went four hard on this. This was a phenomenal match. That was a great match. I gave it three three quarters. Um, that I didn't see any evidence of the heel turn that I heard before about before. From who? From the uh, Casey Cannizzaro and the, the other girl. Caden. Caden. Remember, I talked about Brian Alvarez from Wrestling Observer. Said he got. Someone, someone from inside NXT told him that that's this was the start of Casey's heel turn. Well, maybe they'll do it. Maybe they'll. It's go. still possible, yeah, because they lost this. Right, right. But I kind of hope they don't. But yeah, I did enjoy this match. Um, Casey Gonzalez had a nice drop kick splash on. No, Kaden Carter. She had a nice drop combination that she did a drop kick. Raquel Gonzalez was laid out in the corner, like standing, mm-hmm. and Kate and um Dakota Kai was, was on the ground in front of her. She had a nice drop kick, flip midair to do a splash on. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Yeah. Uh, Casey climbed up the, the um barrier and dived oh, yeah, that. Yeah, was, yeah. That was awesome looking. And uh, she did her finisher, her new finisher again. Scary finisher. It is. It's really scary. And I know she lands on her feet, and I think that's on purpose. It has to be because the idea is not to land on your feet. The idea is you're supposed to have your back smashing the guy, right? Your opponent. But I, I don't. I think that would legit kill someone. Probably. So she lands on her feet. I think first. it helps that she she's eighty pounds soaking wet. Yeah, I think that helps too. But she doesn't. She doesn't do it the right way. Right. She, I think she does it the wrong way on purpose because she would legit kill someone. You know, because she's Justin Roberts. Because yeah. she lands on her back. But the way she does it, she lands on her feet first, and then her back. Right. So I thought that was iffy. Yeah, I went, actually, I went four, and that was a great match. Yeah. Um. Next up, I, I, I there was a couple of segments I really, really didn't write a lot of crap down, which I apologize for. Leon Ruff, Austin Theory. This fucking match. It wasn't horrible. This match was horrible. No, it wasn't. Stop. This match was horrible. It was not. Just, dude, it made no sense. They t- it was nothing but a couple of geeks fighting each other. And then, at one point, who comes out? Yeah, so yeah, so Johnny Gargano gets hit. Right. Who, and so then his girls Indy come and Candice LeRae come out. And then um, Ember Moon and Shotzi come out. Why? Because they're fighting Indy It's already Ken- booked. I don't need an angle to get that. It's a tournament match. It's fine. But no, it's dumb. And then you have Leon Ruff doing this gimmick where he gets rid of Gargano. He pulled an Eddie Guerrero. Why? Was, he, was knew, Johnny Gargano interfering at all? Because it's Johnny fucking Gargano. He knew Johnny Gargano would interfere. Okay. So he had to get rid of him. Okay, so then what happens after this? Johnny Gargano didn't interfere in the match. How? Remember he stood up on the apron during the match and that's how he got knocked down? He didn't interfere. But that was just that. Come on. And then, how, what happened right after this? After his master plan to get rid of Johnny Gargano, what happened? He fucking loses. Cleanly. To Austin Theory. <laughs> what happened after the match made it even worse for you? Oh, well... Uh, so, after the match was over... That's right. Um, even Theory more. Derry hit the ATL... That on. made it even worse than what I thought it was. So, he goes to grab the... Austin goes to grab the ring bell. As he's coming in... Dexter Loomis is right behind him, grabs him, pulls a piece of his hair out, 
then start smelling it. Yeah. Like, Dude, really? I mean, well, obviously, we're getting Austin Theory, Dex Loomis, that takeover. Yeah, but before that, you know what's going to happen with that hair. He's going to make a paintbrush out of that hair. Yeah, I know. He's going to paint weird-ass pictures with that Look, fucking I went three and a quarter on this match. I didn't find anything wrong with it. Two. It was horrible. You're insane. It's dumb. It made no sense. This made no sense. Now you're thinking be long-term fucking booking like, like your pressure to AEW Frankie. Dude, but you can just do smart fucking booking. I feel sorry for Leon Ruff. That dude is being booked like an idiot. He should be in the cruiserweight division. I said that. No, he should be taken taken seriously. Whether it's in a cruiserweight or an American, the North American title, you can take him seriously instead of treating him like some idiot. You know, you should have smashed a lot more than I did. I went, it I was, went three. I was like, wow. I went three, three and a quarter. I, I, it, was, it wasn't bad. Next up, we had another. We had a Dusty Rose. Quarterfinals match: Legado del Fantasma defeated the Lucha House Party. I like Lince Dorado with the Toronto Raptors colors on mm-hmm. his. That was just cool. Um, uh, this match I liked a lot. Yeah, Wild uh, Walking Wild messed up a double DDT. Like, yeah, but they, it worked. It worked, but they, it, they, it looked they, sloppy, but it worked. Yeah, because the guy, it basically, even though the commentary said double DDT or whatever. It was basically a, a DDT and an arm drag, basically, is what it turned into, which yeah. is fine. I liked how it was an NXT match when it started, but then at, towards the end, it becomes like a lucha match, and they right. just did lucha things at the end. And I was like, this is fun. This is fucking fun. Um, Grand Metallic had a Huna Karana off on Mendoza, then did a top rope move on Joaquin Wild. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of jumping around. Yeah. And like, Gato Del Fantasma won, they move on, and then MSK comes out. Yeah, uh, so um, that's their next opponents. Yeah, but um, uh, what's uh, not Lindsay? What's the other one? Oh, um, Lindsay Dorado. Um, fuck. Metallic. 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 He did this awesome move where he he walked the ropes and did this hurricane runner. I think yeah. you probably mentioned it. When he did this hurricane runner outside the fucking ring, I was like, this shit's fucking awesome. Three and three quarters, I gave it. I'll see you. Um. Then. The first hour ends with the brand, not really the brand anymore, now it's just a bunch of guys mm-hmm. arriving. Yeah. And that's my first hour. Why are they doing that every week? I don't know. Where they show up and yell out the camera. Won't let, no, they want to let people know they're here. Just show they up. haven't been the same since um, Pat McAfee left. Yeah. And, uh, where was that? There we go. There we go. So then, um, the audience sings a Hathaway song, and then Shaq uh, responds to Cody, and then um, and then there's a lumberjack match, and then you did uh, your wedding. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it! I'm listening. Trying to, I'm trying to go past that. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, I'm joking. So the wedding. You shouldn't be though. <laughs> uh, the wedding. Uh, I I liked the actual ceremony. Um, but then the payoff it was just like that it was garbage the, the, part, the only part that made me laugh is the mirror what is love and the whole crowd started singing baby yeah, don't the, the, that's the, Hathaway the only song. part I liked in the whole segment yeah it was the Hathaway song which I thought was great and that was fun and the ceremony I thought was cute uh, where we had the sinister minister uh, who was the minister who was the the, the minister from Impact James who, Mitchell yeah who, who married um he married him, yeah. No, but um, in Impact, he married um, what's her oh, face? Rosemary. Right? Rosemary and um, 
uh, Johnny Bravo. And uh, and that's where Johnny Bravo got shot and shit like that. But they, they didn't do that here. It was just a he, he's a legit minister. Like he can yeah, or he's ordained. I don't know if he's a minister, but he, he is ordained. He does marry people. Um, non wrestling related. Yeah. So and then I enjoyed this segment, and he's a good promo, um, Sinister Minister. But uh, yeah, so I enjoyed the ceremony. The, you know the when they did their their vows to each other was funny. Um, we talked about like, when your eyes met my eyes, meeting your chest. I thought, yeah, I thought it was funny. And hey, man, I kissed the ball and chain. You might, yeah, you might. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was funny. I enjoyed their thing, and I even enjoyed uh, Meryl's part when he when he grabbed the mic and he was like, "I'm your gift." You know, I didn't. They explained the 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 the, the bachelor party. He didn't give him a bachelor party. Then they said no. They said they did. No, he said I didn't give you a good bachelor party. But the announcers said he did. The announcers said he gave. He, he had a great bachelor party. The announcers said, but he had a bachelor. Party. I don't know. I gotta watch again. But he said he didn't. He said I didn't give you a, ba- a a great bachelor party. I didn't give you a great gift. But my gift is me, you know, and all that stuff. My knowledge, my ferocity. You know, my, I, I thought that part was good. But then they go into the the usual wrestling wedding shit, right? Where it's um. You know, Miro thinks he's smarter than the average bear. Where he thinks, oh, I know what that gift is. And he destroys the gift and there's nothing in there. And then, uh, and then, then he tells Chuck to go clean that mess. And then they start singing the song. And somehow he doesn't notice Chuck. Um, how, do you not, how do you not notice that? Foot cuffing him. How do you to, not notice that? Because it's, to- it's a gimmick. And he handcuffing him to, or foot cuffing him, whatever, to the, the, the bottom rope or whatever. And then, uh, and then he, he, I don't know, he punches Kip, and Kip hits um, Penelope into the cake, and then apparently Orange Cassie's in the cake, and they do this whole thing, and then Orange Cassie gets his move, the beach break, darn beach break, on to Kip and shit like that, and then it's just continuing this whole feud. Yeah, I'm done with it. Yeah, but I, it wasn't harmful. It was a mid-card fucking thing for a mid-card gimmick. They didn't promote that some main event thing, so I was like, whatever. They did promote the hell out of it, though. Yeah, but it wasn't like a main event thing. It's mid-card guys doing mid-card things, you know? It wasn't for the main event or something like that, you know? Um, so, okay, yeah. So Shaq responds to Cody. He talks about he has his move that he's going to do, the Black Tornado, which is like a Judas effect. For extra punch or some shit, um, and I, I don't know. It's weird how he is Shaq, how he talks so slow. But I'm intrigued, by what he says. Um, so so they're gonna have this match on March third. It was supposed to be for Revolution, but of course they had to move shit around. I'm glad I'm glad it's not. I think it works out for them, because um, now. Instead of forcing people to pay for this, they could give it for free on TV. Good. And it it's gonna pop a number. You know? Whether you like it or not, it's gonna pop a number. You know? So it's better that it's on TV than it is on than it would have been for a pay per view. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If for a show, if you're trying to pop a number, Shaq is a big star. He's a huge fucking star. People are going to show up. And he's promoting this on 
that show where they does inside, um, inside NBA. NBA. Yeah, yeah. So this is gonna do a big number, at least this segment of him. Um. Then we have the lumberjack match. I thought it was fun. Um, it was a brawl. Jake Roberts destroys Angelico. Um, did you know that after Jake did, he had this big smile on his face and he patted pat it. I wish the camera didn't catch that. Oh, that's fine. I kind of wish the camera didn't catch I don't mind that he did it. I kind of wish the camera didn't catch it, though. I don't mind that. It's, it's like the, the dude, he's like, dude, I almost killed us both. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I, I like, wish the camera didn't. That feels like when Randy Orton, I think with Randy Orton from a couple of years ago, when he did that move on the, and the apron kind of cringed and he was walking Yeah, away. but that just makes it better. It's just like, ooh, I almost fucking killed him. I wish they, I, I, I don't mind. Like, I, do, I, I did, like, we're talking about it longer than I thought about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just, it just happened. Okay. And it was on the screen for like two seconds, even, if even, you know? Like, but I thought it was hilarious, and I don't know why it happened either. I was like, it came out of nowhere. It was like, what? You know, he killed that helico and took a bump. Can we stop having the old guys take bumps like this? Last week, didn't um, Tully, Tully take a bump? Yeah. When he did the spike pile driver? I was like, holy shit. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the match. It was a brawl. I wrote three and a half. I'm correcting that to a three. Uh, same. It wasn't that great. But it was fun. They, they popped. They showed... Um, Bear Country attacking. Um, I thought one Butcher of them looked like. I, th- I I swear I thought one of them was fucking Bronson Reed. <laughs> was the one that was in the ring? Yeah, but it I, wasn't. Look, it just like Bronson Reed. But I, I can see where that comes from. It's a tag team that's been appearing on Dark. Uh, looks like they're giving them like a push here, a little push here, um, and they'll probably have like a match next week um, or or in the coming weeks against uh, Butcher and the Blade because they're doing like a little feud thing with them. Bear Country, I think it's a it's a new tag team. I know they have a lot of tag teams, but I think but uh, Bear Country could be like that type of tag team that could be welcomed because it's so different. They're they're big burly guys, you know. Yeah. And they don't have enough of those. Um, so I think that, so I'm 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 really intrigued with that. Uh, but the match itself, I thought it was great. Lance gets, not great, but it was a brawl. It was violent, and Lance gets the win. Lance, I always call him Lance. Lance, Lance gets the win. That's his brother. Yeah. Um, defeating Eddie Kingston. And, uh, and, and then they move on from there. And then uh, after this, we have FTR promo. And here's another thing. Uh, so they, they're, they're talking about how they, you know, Jurassic Express, they, they, how they, um, FTR was suspended. They weren't allowed here. But apparently they keep giving these people microphones and camera time. Um, and, uh, they got suspended for this week for cutting the horns off of a guy's mask. And then they, they, they kidnapped a kid here. Yeah. Mark will stunt. But I was like, shouldn't they be... What is with wrestling and kidnapping? What is that? <laughs> what, when I saw that, I was like, oh, wait a minute. So they got suspended for a brawl after the match. They got, yeah. Okay, if that was the case, everybody in AEW would get suspended eventually. Because they always bro- half the matches, not half the matches, but they have a bunch of matches always ending brawls after the matches are over. I don't get it. Why it's, suspend them? It's because they cut the horns off. The That's a dumb reason. Oh, whatever. They don't grow back, John. They do after, <laughs> after like 13 million years. <laughs> yeah. You, you gonna wait for that? Come on. Now. Whatever. They, they, whatever. I, <laughs> I I don't get why they why they even put them in a the match. I I don't get it. 
who put who in the match? Why did FTR take out of the match? Like, what was the because it was for this. It was always for this storyline. Why they took him out of the match? Because they were furthering this storyline between um, FTR and Jurassic Express. So they weren't really intended to be in that that battle royale. The whole idea was to get them out of that battle royale so they can fight the Jurassic Express later. Um, because it was after that match and they, the, the whole thing. It was story. This is all story. But but yeah, it, it, there's a little bit inconsistency here where they they get suspended for a brawl or whatever or throwing salt in someone's eyes or whatever. And uh, But they just kidnap someone. So are we going to hear something about like... No, we're dude, not. Dude, don't kidnap people. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, dude, there are still wrestlers missing from NXT that have been kidnapped. <laughs> no, they came back. Well, uh, who kidnapped them? <laughs> they haven't announced the kidnapping yet. <laughs> yeah, never, we're never going to find them. Yeah, but this, see, but this feels more, at least we know with, Zia Lee and... I'm not even talking about I was talking about the Legato guys. Legato Del Fantasma That's turned like, out to be I, three guys, right? Right. When the first guy from Legato Del Fantasma got kidnapped, they got kidnapped by three guys. Who the fuck are the first three people? Why are you thinking about it? You always get on me when I think about shit the AEW does. It's not that complicated. You're doing the exact same thing. This is worse. This is incredibly inconsistent. Who are those three guys? It's it's somebody Santa has got hired to do it. Oh, new commercial. Yeah. Um, we have one in the Super Bowl, by the way. Yeah. I forgot to put it on now. So, Smokey? Yeah. Uh, where was I? So FTR promo, which is fine because I love when Tully does his pro- the promos. His promos are good. I just less kidnappings. That's all I want. I don't want kidnappings. I want no kidnappings. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. You know what? That's better. No kidnappings. Um, Janela does his promo, and uh, I already explained why. But yeah, so Janela does his promo, and they talk about how the next TNT is going to be a bad boy. Enjoy the promo. I am enticed for this match. I'm curious as to how it's going to be. Um, next week, speaking of which, uh, we got Darby versus Janela for the TNT title. Y2MJF versus The Acclaimed. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Lee Johnson. Versus and Lee Johnson. I'm sorry. Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. Why is Peter Avalon on TV? What do you mean? Why Peter Avalon? Why not? All the talent that they have on the that, that doesn't appear on Dark. Like all the regular talent. Why but, not put them against this regular tag team? Because they they have us they're doing a story here. With Peter Avalon. Yeah. Okay. And Lee Johnson. And Cesar Bononi. Okay. <laughs> and uh this was all they announced for this for next week. Till later on we got another match, but uh, I was curious, I was like, whoa, that's only three matches they announced. Usually they announce the majority of the card and then later on during the week there's some changes that happen, right? So I was like, wow, just three matches. And then we get into the main event where you have Kenny Omega versus and the Good Brother, excuse me, uh, defeating uh, Moxley and the Death Triangle. Thought this was a great main event. Anderson looked really good. Uh, Kenny looked really good. Fenix looked really good. Pac looked really good. Uh, 
Moxie looked really good. Gallows kept up. Um, I thought I mean I thought Gallows was good. I thought he kept up with you know with everyone else. Regard even though this is like out incredibly out of his wheelhouse for a match, you know. But uh, Anderson looked really good. I liked. I, I'm liking this trying Anderson now. You know, usually when you watch Anderson, it's like he's not really trying. But this so far the last few matches I've seen him in, he's he's a trying Anderson now. So I like it. Um, yeah. So I thought yeah. So I thought the match was great. There were some crazy ass moves. Um, Phoenix looked awesome. Where you, the, the, every time I see Phoenix in a match, it's just like new shit. It just happens. Um, and then uh, after this, so, so yeah, so there was a, uh, so Kenny gets the pin on Phoenix, Phoenix, however you want to say it. And then um, they do a beat down, and then uh, Moxie comes in, beats down on Kenny, and then a mask assailant comes and attacks. Oh, uh, well, before I get into that, I, I gave the, the main event a four. I, I went three it. and a half. It was I good. went three and a half. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then, uh, after the match, Moxie gets attacked by a Max assailant. He unmasks, and it's Kenta Omega. The forbidden, the forbidden door opens up a little bit more. Well, I read that this this is happening because New Japan wants to take, obviously they want to take the belt off Moxie. They want they want that U.S. title back in Japan. Well, the they don't know. We don't know what they're gonna do. Um. This is. This could it could just be this, yeah. yeah I'll watch it later. Um, it could just be this, where it's after this match, and it's done, and it and it's over, or it could be something more, where it could be a, a real talent talent exchange like with Impact and whatnot, where AW can send people too strong, or to Japan, and whatnot. Once things get more open and whatnot, and you can have. You know, further, you know, you know, talents going all over the place and shit like that. Or it could just, like I said earlier, it could just be this, where it's just this match and you're just gonna get it over with. Right. You um, know, right. Because because obviously Moxie can't go to Japan. Right. So you may, you know you have this little cooperation thing. Part again, maybe part of the deal was that Moxie would defend against Kenta here in exchange. They they exchange talent. Yeah. And obviously, the match is gonna happen here. Probably in the LA Dojo. Well, yeah, it already happened. They already taped it. The title match? Yeah. Really? It's already been taped in uh, California. Um, it's probably why he was missing for a while. Um, Moxley. Because remember, when he lost the title, he was gone for a while. Well, probably that and probably because his wife, too. Yeah, that too. But most likely, it was this. He was taking care of this match. Right. They taped it. It's already taped. And it's going to air... Uh, New, New Japan Strong I think during their the New Japan New Beginning in the USA or whatever uh, gimmick um, so that's that's happening or it's already happening they're doing that um, I think it's probably going to be more than probably just will this be. yeah it makes um, sense with the fact that you can't go anywhere it makes sense yeah so because it, it's beneficial to New Japan right and you don't see you know, you're not going to see too many of Wrestlers in Japan here, right. I think it'll be people that are here already. Yeah, and they can come over too. It's just they gotta do the, you know, the, the quarantine and shit yeah. like that. You know, so it just takes a while. But they can send someone 
to quarantine over here that they're that they're not using for a while. Right. Know? And AEW do the same thing. And AEW do the same thing. Yeah. Compete their people to Japan. Yeah. So. I, I am excited for this. This just this felt fucking palpable excitement. You know. And it's the first time that AEW's mentioned Bullet Club. Yeah. No, they've mentioned it before. But this is, I think it's the first time, like, the commentators, yeah, so, yeah, the, probably the first time the commentators right. were mentioning it and shit like that. Um, but the the wrestlers have mentioned it during their interviews and shit like that. Um, but I don't think, this is not a reunion. Because even after, so Kenta attacks, and then Kenny... Wait a minute, Casey got the fucking ball back? Oh, yeah, before. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm not your football. No worries. So, yeah, so Kenna, Kenny, Kenny gets, you know, after Kenta attacks, Kenny gets up and he attacks as well. And then he has his foot on top of Moxley. And as Kenta's walking, getting out of the ring, you see Kenta disapproving of Kenny. Like, just looking at him like, this dumb motherfucker. You know? So you can tell there's still a rift here. This isn't some reunion. Right. Because then after this, you know, the show goes off the air. On social media, we see Kenny chasing after Kenta. Like, hey, brother Kenta. You know, you know, brother uh, Switchblade didn't let me know that you were coming. You know, I would have prepared, to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Kenta was like, shut the fuck up, Kenny. And literally, this is basically what he was saying. Like, shut the fuck up, Kenny. I'm not your friend. You know, I'm just here for Moxie. And shit like that. And then he walks away. You know, showing like, oh, shit. This, it's still, um, you know, it's not exactly one big happy family right now. And then uh, Kenny sets up this thing where they're going to have up have a lights out match next week with Kenta and Kenny versus Moxie and Lance Archer. Oh, you didn't mention that Lance Archer came out. Oh, that's right. Lance Archer came out to do the save. So I guess he's... Does this mean that Lance Archer's done with the... Eddie Kingston? Yeah. Or that's on pause for now. Um. So... Where was I? Yeah, sorry. So... So yeah, so they're gonna have the uh, Kenny and Kenta versus Moxley and Lance Archer lights out match next week. And that's why when they were doing the next week announcements, it felt like a very empty card. You know? You know, you have a Cody Lee Johnson versus Peter Avalon, Cesar Bononi match. I was like, that's it? You know? And then that's because they had this in the can, they didn't want to blow their wad. Right. You know? So So that's next week. Uh I rather enjoyed it. I loved it. Uh, and I just loved the. It was a great ending. Great ending to a show. Just just makes everything just very exciting and palpable with this whole new world, with this inter promotional universe now. Yeah, I love it. Yep. Go finish your show. All right. Um, hour two opens up with the brand comes out to the ring, and Finn Balor comes out, accuses Dunn of hiding behind these two dweebs, whatever you call them. So they left. Lork and the Bridge, they left. What I thought was funny, Dunn came out first, right? Yeah. He came out with them. They came out together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dunn and the um, Lork and the Bridge came out first. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, I'm... He said he was looking for Finn Balor, and he was going to go look for him, and then Finn Balor comes out. I was like, that was the quickest fucking search ever. Yeah. And I, <laughs> he's like, I'm right here. Yeah. Um... And then they, they basically announced that it would be Finn, ba- Finn and Pete Dunn at TakeOver... Which I am looking forward to. Yeah. That should be a phenomenal fucking match. Yeah. So Edge comes out saying that, like you mentioned, WWE, stands, they focus on the E. Well, here in NXT, they focus on the second W. He's like, he's like I watch NXT. He goes, NXT 
brought my passion back for wrestling. And he made me want to come back to wrestling. Yeah. This was, uh, yeah, because like you said, Edge came out. And I loved Edge here. I thought Edge did a great fucking promo. Um, I like that he looked at he looked at Dunn. He goes, "You remind me of me." And then Dunn like shrugs his shoulders a little bit, like whatever, dude. And he goes, "You know what?" And he goes, "He goes the good and the bad." You know what? That's what makes us special. He goes, "You know what?" I would have shrugged my. He goes ten years ago, I would have shrugged my shoulders too, kid. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh damn." He looks at Finn. He's like, "Go, you're you're right now. Go, you're on, you're on a level I've never seen before." Mm-hmm. So he gave them both the the, the rub a little bit. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought yeah, he was it was great. great. It was very well done, and it, it shows how great of a fucking promo he is compared to these two guys. Right. One of them literally hardly talks, and then Finn is just a guy who reads a script. Um, he's getting I think he's getting a little better eh. but not much though I mean I, like I always said he, he's not offensive but a lot of the things he he's says he's not Roman Reigns bad yeah he's not Roman Reigns bad it's just a lot of things he says it's just like like Qu- quotes yeah you know like the cat's home you know whatever you know, cat's away the mice to play I mean, shit like that you know like little expressions that someone gives him um, and then Edge says you know one title I've never had is the NXT title so I'm going to be watching this match very close yeah so they teased that whole idea that he may go well, for that and what title. I like about that tease is that you could go back well last year Charlotte won the Women's Royal Rumble and she challenged the NXT champion so it's there it is but the, the precedent is, is there it's the, not going to happen of it, course there is a precedent but the precedent was there when NXT wasn't treated like a bastard child right but this year they're not involved hardly involved in the Rumble they're hardly involved in the Survivor Series. They're hard. They're not in the 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 awards and shit like that. They're hardly mentioned. He wasn't even on Raw. Was not promoted to be on this show. Which is dumb, you know. So, which would have been great, you know. So it, I, I doubt. I truly want. There is no. Though I, though I would not mind seeing Finn Balor Edge. I wouldn't either. That would be a great fucking match. But look, but Finn Balor Roman is gonna be a great match. Because right now, Roman's on... Roman has been doing really good lately. He's all right. Yeah, he's all right. All right. So after that, we had Jesse Camilla, Tony Storm. It just became a double... No contest. Mercedes Martinez came out. Then Io Shirai came out. They set up their triple threat match at TakeOver. Yeah. I, I gave know. it a two. Like, like basically, basically incomplete. Yeah, it was... I didn't like it. Kamehameha's horrible. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, I think if Tony's, if I think if the if the match had gone off as planned, Tony Storm would have demolished it. It would have been a squash. Sure, sure. You know what I, I was thinking about? NXT needs some fucking faces. Like Kamea's not a face; he's a heel. Tony Storm's a heel. That I don't know what Finn is, but Pete Dunne's a heel. Like, who are the faces here? I think Finn's a face. He's he's a tweener. Like he'll fight whoever. I think you eat the fate. You eat the same, for the most part. Oh. Alright, continue. I'm sorry. No, that's right. No, no. no. Um, they announced that Cameron Grimes is back next week. Cameron yeah. Hey, I was like, all right, that'll get more people to come back. And then we had the match that you didn't think was gonna ever gonna happen: Kurt Stallion, Santos Escobar. Oh, they were teasing this throughout the match, right? That it wasn't gonna happen throughout the show. Yeah. That it was happening. Like they they did like promos here and there, little things here and there, and I'm like. It's not gonna happen. I mean, in my head, I'm like, it's not gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen, but it happened. And it I, was okay. It was garbage. It I didn't was, like it. I went three just because they both put in a lot of work. Two and a half. One first. Well, I guess it was a it was a squash. It was a highly extended squash of this guy, the left, the Santos, just destroying Kurt Stallion. 
after all this build up and shit. And Kurt Stein did a little promo before saying, you know, he won a Fatal Five Way at 205 Live to earn this title match. You know what? Next for letting us know weeks ago. Kurt Stein's talented, though. I think given the time and the build, it could be a good match. Okay, but this wasn't. This was garbage. You know, I was like, what what is this? But after the match, during the match, Scarlet was on the, the bird's nest, I call it. Yeah. So after the match is over... Cross comes out. Yeah, yeah. He's in this ring celebrating the, with the Mendoza and Wild, and Kill and Karen Cross comes out. Yeah, and I forgot what they said to each other. I don't get this. This this, this helps nobody. Yeah, because now obviously Santos is gonna lose. So and how does that help Kill Cross? How's that guy call Kill Cross? How does that help Cross? It yeah. doesn't. He beat a cruiserweight, and if cruiserweight beats Cross, how does that help Cross? Yeah. This, this the only, really thing, the only this way this would help is Santo wins. And then you put him over Santos. Right. And that would be fucking awesome. And, and I read somewhere that Cross is probably not going to get the NXT title back. They plan on moving him to the Raw SmackDown rather sooner rather than later. Well, he was obviously someone when they first debuted him who was on the fast track. Yeah, but we, we assumed that he would get the, the belt back because he never really lost it. But he, I, he goes to Raw SmackDown. Yeah, but, I think this is his last feud. Okay, but this, this, what is this? You know, I was like, ugh. I think, I think, honest to truth, I think he loses. I think Escobar pins him before he leaves. But what is this show? It doesn't, exactly. Like, who, who? Nobody benefits. benefits? Nobody benefits. Kurt Stallion didn't fucking benefit at all. That's all this build up for this. If the end game here is for Escobar to beat Cross, then he benefits. That's got, that's got to be the end game for this. Hey, man, it still doesn't make sense. It doesn't make like, sense. Like, he didn't lose the title. Why isn't he not going for the title he didn't lose? You know? I, yeah, I, I don't get... And like I said, unless the end game here is, is, to put, is, to, is to make Escobar look better by beating a former NXT champion. Do you think they're going to do that? They might. If the, if, the, if the plan is to put Cross on the main roster soon... Yeah, remember you you lose on the way out. You put over the next guy on the way out. That's what NXT's done. Remember, um, Rhea Ripley lost to Raquel Gonzalez, and Rhea Ripley's on was on was on SmackDown, was on Raw. You lose, you lose on the way out. So if the, the end game could be Escobar beats him and pushes Escobar up even more, and Cross did the job on the way out. I guess. I don't know. What's next? Next up, we had the main event. Um, oh, Cross and Edge had a little conversation in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. It's not going to happen, but yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. So next up, we had Yui Cole and Adam Cole. That could be like your, your tease there of him going to the main roster. Right. Yeah. Like Edge beats Roman yeah. for the title, and then Cross comes and challenges Edge for the title. Yeah. You remember what happened a couple months ago? Well, I'm here now. Well, TikTok. <laughs> right, right. You know what? I like that booking. So. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, Cross is going to the main roster. He is. Yeah, because that's what they, they don't want the little guys, so. Which is fine. No, it's not. They, they, they should be stars. They should be, but it, it's Vince McMahon. Like, yeah, but it's look, not good. Look, it's look, not but, good that these guys are here still. I agree with that. Yeah? But, no. Because now they're just becoming stagnant, a lot of them. Yeah? And they're not doing anything with them. Yeah, but at least 
what they're doing here in NXT is better than what they would do on Raw SmackDown. But it's, it, yes, you're right. Entertainment wise, my for my viewing pleasure, I guess. But a lot of times they get to a certain point and then they just stop using them for a while, or they they're just there. They're just there, you know. Like, like Finn was just there for a long time, you know. You know the Adam Cole and and um, what's his partner um, Strong is just there. They're just there, really. They're in the, the tag tournament and all, but they're just there, you know. When they should be pushing them, pushing stories or something like that, you know. But because they're stuck there, they're never gonna get called up to the their main roster for the most part. That, or if they do, odds are they won't get used at all anyway. Right. So it, but they're and just. We're, stuck and there. we're looking at you, Ricochet. Yeah. Um, and who else? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. the main event. UE Cold Strong versus Chomp and Thatcher. This is another match for the Dusty Classic. This is a great match. I enjoyed it a lot. I, went, uh, I gave it four. I gave it three and three quarters. Do you know how old Thatcher, um, Champa is? He's 37, 38. He's 35. That's it? Yeah. That dude looks like he's 55 years old or something. He, he decided to grow his hair out now. Yeah. With the ball spot. Yeah. And it's, it's all gray. It's weird. And I'm like, dude. I mean, I, I think it's part of his gimmick. Because he's, he's the old veteran guy that's there. Right. And he's never going to leave. And he knows that. You know what? I'm fine with that. He's one of those guys that when he's done, he, he's, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already training people. I'm not, saying, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's his character. I think that's why he decided to grow his hair out. Because he's right. the grumpy old guy who wants the locker room to be respectful and shit like that. And now he's teaming with Thatcher, who's a grizzled-looking motherfucker. You know, who's probably the same age. Who, who doesn't have teeth, and he shouldn't replace that ever. You know, the missing teeth. That, yeah. He has thinning hair himself. Well, These I'm, are the old guys in the locker room. I'm curious like, how old Thatcher is. Let me look it up real quick. But but they're the old guys, the old veterans of the locker room, who are who are going to be like the, the, the gatekeepers and shit like that, you know? You know, it's particularly Thatcher, cause, I don't know, Champa, because he's the, he's Mr. NXT, basically. He's never going to go up to the main roster, you know? He said so on NXT himself, right? Timothy Thatcher is 37. 37. He's older than Champa. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But, you know what? I, I wasn't too sure because I didn't watch 205 so I didn't see their first tag match together. They work well as a tag team. They're, they're, they're fine. I like when Champa tagged in Thatcher. He, he did like, gotta go get him. Yeah. This was a great match. Oh, I enjoyed it a lot. I gave it three three quarters. You know, no, Champa gets the win when, where basically Thatcher sacrificed himself to, to get to get when um Strong did the um backbreaker onto the right, barrier, right, right, right. and it gave Champa time to recover. When that when Strong came back in, that he got hit with the Widow's Bell DDT, and they move on. Yeah, I was curious. Like, was Champa legit hurt here? No, he's playing up the neck injury. They, they, no, his back. I felt like his he hurt his back when he did the widow's belt. So no. either, either it was a work, and he was just selling the whole thing with um, Strong doing his backbreakers. That's like probably that. what he's doing. Because when he did the widow's bell, he legit he went to hold it back, like it hurt him. I more. saw that. Yeah. And then he could hardly stand after he won. Do you see what the NFL? Real quick, off topic. See what the NFL does here? They have the the fake people in the crowd. Yeah. It looks really good. Like you almost don't notice it. They have stand-in, stand-ins basically. They have people mixed in there. Yeah. 
but they have a lot of stand-ins there. You don't even know. It looks pretty good. It makes the stadium, stadium feel full. Okay. I'm sorry. There's no watching. Okay. Um, and after the match is over, Thatcher and Ciampa go to the stage, look at the trophy, and out comes the Grizzled Young Vets. Yeah. And they start, and they brawl for a second before they get pulled apart again. Yeah. As much as I think Thatcher and Ciampa are going to win this, I want to see the Grizzled Young Vets win this. Well, I do like, like, I don't care who, because I think it'll be a great match. Either one. Like, if it's Grizzled Young Vets, it'll be a great match. Um, I'm so curious if they're going to do what I, I, what I was thinking they were going to do. What? Where they're going to give the tag titles to Finn and O'Reilly. They still got time. Because I don't, I don't think the tag titles are being defended on TakeOver. I think they are. Because they haven't announced it yet. Because the finals are going to be at the TakeOver. So you have, yeah, that'll be five matches. Because you already have, you already, I mean, yeah, you got Kushida and Johnny Gargano. You have the triple threat women's match. Yeah. You have the title match. They have be five matches. I just don't want to put six matches on the card. Or they can do that, but I, I don't think it's going to be defended. And also, it'll be incredibly late to start. Yeah, next week. Next week. They'll be there to to greet you know the the winners of the finals, but I don't think they're going to have a match. Um, oh, speak of uh, takeover. What what's the name of your takeover? Um, Vengeance Day, which I like. Ugh, Why? A dumb name. I don't know. It just feel like a dumb name. I mean, I thought they were going to go St. Valentine's Day Massacre. But I kind of like that they're using the old WWE pay-per-view in your house names, the pay-per-view names for the takeovers. Like, that Vengeance was was the old WWE oh, pay-per-view. So, I, I like that. And hopefully, maybe the next one will be Armageddon. Takeover Armageddon. Like, they're bringing back those names. That's cool. Uh, I like it. That was dumb. Why was it dumb? I don't know. It just feels dumb. Like, Vengeance Day. It just doesn't make... I don't know. They should yeah. have just called it Vengeance or something. Or it's Valentine's Day. I get it. I know it's Valentine's Day. But I just, it's just, it's just, it just it didn't click with me. Vengeance I liked Day. It. I liked it. Alright, so what I want to do before, what I want to try this week, which show had the better opening match? Was the Battle Royal or was it Dakota Kai and Gonzalez versus Cantazero and Kane and Carter? Uh, I enjoy the Battle Royale more. I, I'm the opposite. I enjoy the the, the, the women's tag match for it. Matter of fact, that, that's my match of the night for both shows. The women's tag? Yeah. Um, Who had the better second hour opening? Was it the wedding or was it the Edge segment on NFC? Which one oh, was better? Edge. Yeah, Edge was great. And I, I know what you're going to say for this, I'm going to ask anyway. The better final match, closing match. Was it Bullet Club versus Death Triangle and, and Moxley, or was it Chomper and Thatcher versus Yui? Oh, but um, uh, Kenny and the Good Brothers versus Death Triangle and Mox. So I, I figured start doing stuff like that. You know, who had the better beginning segment, middle, and closing segment? Something different. Clarice, is that? Yeah, that's the um, um Clarice show. Based on um, Silence of the Lambs. Lambs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So, show the knife you. I'm going to give it a tie. Um, yeah, I think AEW ended more memorably. And they had, like, a lot of, like, the, the, the women's tournament thing was, you know, it was a great little announcement and everything that, you know, the, the Japanese side and shit like that was very, um, 
intriguing. Uh, the women's ta- uh, match that they had there with Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa was great. That was my matching night for for AEW. Yeah. What was your matching night for AEW? Uh, I, I'll give it to the, the women's. That's um, it. Both were on the same page. Cool. Yeah. I, I just loved it. It was, it was brutal. Yeah, to me. It was te- it, technical yeah, and it everything. Was. It, was, it was just well Great selling together. by both of them, too. So. Yeah. And um, uh, <laughs> I think part of it from Britt Baker wasn't selling. I think it was legit. <laughs> like... There was a point where uh, Thunder Rosa drop kicked her in the face, and that was a little yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that. a stiff drop kick in the face. And this seems to happen to her all the time. Like she gets injured, and it's not her fault. I don't think she's like injured, injured right now. But that was a hard drop kick to her face. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm giving it a tie. I think I think both shows did good. Both shows had these things that were like, what the fuck was this about? You know, and uh. But yeah, I think both shows did good. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a tie. Um, I don't know. Like, probably have to give it a tie too, but I, I did enjoy NXT a lot more. I'm going to have to give it to NXT. I enjoy it. I just enjoyed it. It just had more going on for me. That I was I was investing a lot more. The thing that, to me, like that women's match was amazing. Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker match was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the main event was good. I didn't, it wasn't great to me. It was good. A lot of hard work by everybody. Phoenix is crazy. It just didn't do anything for me. The ending was kind of cool. The with Kenta coming Kenta out, yeah. Out. Yeah, but for me, NXT. I mean, not by much. Like NXT didn't blow AWA for me, but it, NXT though. Um, a couple of things. Something we didn't talk about. What? But Reed passing away. Well, I got my time. I need the natural. Yeah. Yeah, he was 66. Yeah. You know, he had a long career in WWE, and he was in Doom with uh, Ron Simmons, yeah. the old NWA, WCW stuff. Remember I showed you the match? It was Doom versus the Horsemen at Starcade. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you that we watched him? I, I, I loved that match, every bit of it. And you watched it, like, you know what? Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. I, should, I, might, I might try to rewatch that match again. That's such a great tag match. I'm talking about Doom versus Arn Anderson, Barry Windham from Starcade '89 or '90. Yeah, watch that shit now before it's gonna be hard to find. <laughs> yeah, on the new system, the new. Or well, it'll be really easy to find. I doubt it. Oh, I did sign up for Peacock, the free one. Yeah. I think I'm gonna sign up for the free one. They're gonna transfer over anyway. Yeah, when I get transferred eventually. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the show this week. Um... I don't know how we're going to do next week's show. The Valentine's Day is Sunday. I think we're just going to push the the the, paper, the review for the, the next week's show. The, it's harder to do the Sunday review. No, 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 no. Are you going to come down? Yeah, I'm not going out. So, I'll tell her I'll come down. All right. That was, no, that's what I was asking. Oh, yeah. That, no, no, yeah, we're not going to... Yeah, if we're we, not going to come down Saturday, I'll, I'll come down Sunday. Yeah. But that's all right. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we got plans. What do you mean? You're the happy married man, you know. I I seem to have a lot of free time, so. <laughs> I'm just saying. I seem to have a lot of free time. Uh, so, yeah, that's the show. Yes, sir. Wrap it up. And get these are. marks out of here. Yes. <laughs> uh, we out of here. Shout out to the Malinkos. Top guys out. Goodbye and good night. Woo! <laughs>